Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold distress. Alka-Seltzer presents The Quiz Kids. Now let me have your attention, class. Here's question number one for today. Which one of the seven dwarfs would be most benefited by being dipped in the River Shannon? Well, there's a question you may want to think about for a minute, friends. It's a little tricky. And when you come up with the answer, you'll want to check it against those given by the youngsters here in our classroom of the year. So here they are, the quiz kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Well, on this first day of spring, so it says here, <laughs> we're happy to have so many of you folks present in school. Now, we know you're going to enjoy answering questions right along with the youngsters here in class. We have an interesting variety of subjects to take up, and here to consider them, we have first one of our veteran quiz kids, Joel. I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm 12 years old, and I'm a freshman at Roosevelt High School. And then, Peppy Smiling Patrick. I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 11 years old and 7A at the Fort Dearborn School in Chicago. Tall and blonde John. I'm John Pollock. I'm 15 years old and a sophomore at Nicholas Sun High School. Next, a young lady, a very attractive little brunette, Noreen. I'm Noreen Novick. I'm 15 years old and I'm in the first year at the University of Chicago College. And finally, our youngest pupil this afternoon, little Julianne. I'm Julianne Hector. I go to Revoca School. I'm seven years old, and I... <laughs> I live in Wilmette. And you are, honey? I live in Wilmette. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Julianne feels a little uh, gigglish this afternoon, but that's all right. That's <laughs> big specs from children. I may get that way before the whole thing's over myself. Well, kids, here we go back to our first question from Mrs. Alice M. Bailey of Woodville, New Hampshire. Which one of the seven dwarfs would be most benefited by being dipped in the River Shannon? And we have three hands up, and Patrick's hand was first. Well, Pat? it could be, uh, could be dopey or sleepy, because it would wake them up. Well, uh, And that's it might true. be grumpy, too, because I've heard legends about how it makes people happy. Well, yes. And then again, uh, Joel? Well, I think it would be grumpy, because it helps your dis... I think now it's supposed to help your disposition, uh, 
if you're dumped in there. Well, I must say that you, both you kids are on the uh, right track, Noreen. Well, the River Shannon is Irish, and Irish eyes are smiling, and Grumpy is the one who's most in need of smile. <laughs> well, uh, I'm uh, afraid you haven't given me the correct answer on this. It would be uh, bashful because there's an old superstition that anyone dipped in the River Shannon loses all bashfulness. Well, that means that uh, you missed that one, kids. Yes, sir, the very first one. But don't worry now, we can't get them all. And it also means that Mrs. Alice Ann Bailey of Woodsville, New Hampshire, wins a big Zenith radio phonograph combination from the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Here's our next question. Martin Hackelman of Detroit, Michigan, wants us to suppose a chemistry professor took over the job of weatherman. In writing about the weather, he used atomic numbers. Can you make the necessary associations from the numbers and tell what the forecast was? Listen. Tomorrow, 88, 53, 7, followed by 50, 8, 74. Pat? Well, uh, would you give that first one again? 88, 53, and 7. Well, uh, I, I can tell you that. Uh, 88, well, we'll take uh, 7. Start from the end. All right. Uh, let's see. That's, uh, that's, uh, nitrogen. Uh, that's right, correct. That's, uh, N. N. And, uh, let's see, 88. Well, 53 would be next now if we're going... Yeah, 53. Uh, well, I can give you the 88. That's radium. All right, radium. Uh, and, of course, 53 is iodine, and that would be rain. R-A-I-N. -I That's and right. And what's the other one? Uh, 5874. Well, uh, 8 is oxygen. 8 is oxygen. And uh, 50 is tin. 50 is tin. All, All right. right. Now, now we've got to get the symbols. Uh, what? Uh, oh, yes. 50 see? is oxygen. That's O. O. And, uh, well, anyway, 8 is oxygen. 50 is uh, tin. That's S-N. S-N. And then, of course, the last one was... Uh, what was it? 74. 74. That would be W. Yeah. And that would be tungsten. Tungsten. So rain followed by snow. <laughs> That's right. Answer. Bad good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sirree. Well, that's very, very good for an 11-year-old boy. Good old spring, beautiful spring. Tomorrow, rain followed by snow. If you kids uh, should miss this next question, Alka-Seltzer will send Mrs. Mary Weld of Pueblo, Colorado, one of those magnificent Zenith radio phonograph combinations, the set with two uh, Cobra tone arms, one for regular playing records and one for the new long playing records and two FM bands. So we'll see just who wins on this one. A man living close to the northern border of the panhandle of Texas wishes to take his family to see a state capital, but on examining his map, he finds he is closer to six other state capitals than his own. Can you name four of them? Joel? Well, let's see. First, his own is Austin, Texas. Now, the ones he's close to is Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe. Um, uh, let's see. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Right. That's two. Let's see. Uh, then, let's see. Then there's uh, the capital of... Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. Topeka is three. And I think also uh, Colorado. Is what? Uh, Denver. Denver's four. And I think n another one would be Nebraska. Uh, what? Uh, 
the what capital city? of Nebraska what is, is Lincoln. Lincoln, a Nebraska. And another one five. would be, uh, I think it's Arkansas. No. Wait a second. Uh, no. it, if it isn't Arkansas, maybe it's Arizona. No. Ah, Pat? Utah. No, no, no. What or is uh, Nevada. Huh? huh? No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, wait. well, you've given me the required number. Uh, wait a second. Uh, all right, Joe. Uh, wait, uh, I think maybe it might be uh, Jefferson City, Missouri. No, no, Pat. Well, uh, did he name it Louisiana? No, well, uh, we uh, Louisiana is out of Arkansas. Uh, no, <laughs> wait a minute. Now you go down the line. The other one would be Cheyenne, Wyoming. You see, Austin, Texas, uh, being the capital of Texas, about uh, well, 500 miles from the northern border of the Texas Panhandle, and of course uh, Santa Fe, about 250 miles. Oklahoma City, 225 miles. Topeka, Kansas, 385. Lincoln, 400. Denver, 300. And Cheyenne, about 385. Well, that's, uh, that's all right, kids. That means, of course, that Mrs. Mary Well does not receive the big Zenith radio phonograph combination for her question because you children answered it correctly. But she does get a radio and a mighty fine Zenith portable radio in a handy luggage case. Now, folks, this is always a reward when a question is used on our program. So send in your questions to Quiz Kids Chicago and see if you can win a Zenith radio. Now, I'm going to ask Howard Peterson at the organ to help me with this next uh, question, which is a history question, from Mrs. Suzanne Wallace of Pawtucket, uh, Rhode Island. Howard will play three songs whose titles suggest famous ships in American history, Let's see if you youngsters can name the ships. You must get two out of three to score on this. Here's the first one. Joel? Uh, that'll be Open the Door Richard, so that'll be uh, the Barnholm Richard. That was the uh, ship in with which uh, John Paul Jones defeated the British uh, therapist. It was that's, that's, half French and half American. That's correct. That's right. Joe, very good. Uh-huh. Now, let's see if we can get this next one. Noreen? That's by the light of the silvery moon, and the half moon is the name of the ship that Henrik Hudson sailed into. Henry Hudson Netherlands. and the half moon, that's correct. And here's the last one. Well, that's the flowers that bloom in the spring, tra-la. So, yes. And, uh... And? Flowers uh, that, that should bloom. give you a very good clue to the name of this uh, particular ship. Julianne? The Mayflower. The Mayflower, right! Good girl! How do you like that? Seven years old! <laughs> yes, sir, seven years old. And now, Bob Murphy is going to ask his next question. Thanks, Joe. And friends, I would like to ask, have you had a headache lately... Maybe yesterday or the day before, or maybe today. Or perhaps someone in your family has had one. Well, here's the thing to remember whenever headache causes discomfort. Alka-Seltzer can give you fast, effective relief you want and help you feel better in a hurry. Yes, that's what I said, Alka-Seltzer. Now, I wonder how many of you have never tried Alka-Seltzer for headaches. Well, you'll really be amazed how quickly soothing, pleasant-tasting Alka-Seltzer can help you feel better. So next time you have a headache or someone in the family has one, remember Alka-Seltzer. Here's what to do. Just drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water, let it bubble up and fizz, then drink it. A glass of sparkling Alka-Seltzer contains one of the world's most effective pain relievers. 
sodium acetyl salicylate. Once you've tried it, we believe you'll agree there's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer. Yes, that's all we want you to do. Try it. Alka-Seltzer will do the rest. Get Alka-Seltzer from any drugstore and take it for fast, effective relief from headache discomfort. And now, children, here's a poetry question from Marion Hall of Dallas, Texas. You kids are to tell who is described in each of these quotations. Here's the first. My good blade carves the casks of men. My tough lance thrusteth sure. My strength is as the strength of ten, because my heart is pure. Noreen? Could that be Parsifal or Sir Lancelot or Hercules? No. No. You're warm, very warm, Noreen. Joel? I think it'd be Siegfried. No, no. Uh, no. It sounds like one of Wagner, Wagner's operas. No, no, not in this particular what case. Noreen again. Oh, well, par- does it have something to do with Parsifal? No, no. Uh. My good blade carves the casks of men. The uh, last line, uh, because my heart is pure, should give you kids a very good clue, Pat. That's Sir Galahad. Sir Galahad, that's right, from Tennyson, Idol of the King. Whom does this quotation describe? Down the long street she passed with her chaplet of beads and her missile, wearing her Norman cap and her kirtle of blue and the earrings. Noreen? Isn't that Evangeline? That's right, by Longfellow, correct, Uh uh-huh. Here's another quotation. Who's described this time? Nobody heard him and nobody saw. His is a picture you never could draw. Julianne? The children's hour. No, honey, no. Oh, who is it? Nobody heard him and nobody saw. His is a picture you never could draw. Pat? Well, that's Mr. Nobody. No. Or, uh, well, it's, it's an imaginary character who well, gets blamed for everything. Julianne? Robert Louis Stevenson. Um, it's uh, the Unseen Playmate. The Unseen Playmate by Robert Louis Stevenson. That's right. Here's an interesting question from Mrs. A. Kamike of New York City. You kids will hear three sound effects, and each should suggest something associated with the word golden. For instance, you may have heard of the golden touch, but see if you can determine these goldens. You must get two out of three on this. Here's the first one. Noreen? Could that be the golden calf in the Bible? No, honey. Uh, Joel? The gold bug by Edgar Allan Poe. No, no, no. John? The golden fleece. Uh, the golden fleece, that's right, because the, the sound effects were the sound of sheep buying. Uh-huh. And uh, watch out for this one now, for this is a pun. Patrick? Well, that, would that be the golden horse or the golden hoof? No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, John, it, it was horses. Maybe the golden rain? No. Mm-hmm. No rain? Oh, I could think of was high silver away. <laughs> <laughs> so we're speaking in terms of golden instead of silver. Um, I Remember, I told you this was a pun now, and, and if I have to tell you what it is, I don't want you to throw anything at me. <laughs> Do we give up on this? Well, uh, that was really two gates of a horse, so... Uh, oh, look at that. All right, uh, Pat, you tell us. Well, uh, it, if it was two gates, the golden gate. The golden <laughs> gate, yes. Well, that was a little bit oh. far-fetched. Let's see what we can do with the third part.
John? Golden gloves. Golden gloves, right. Uh Uh-huh, that's correct. (laughs) Mrs. Hallie C. Kale of Denver, Colorado, uh, who hasn't too much uh, sympathy with uh, some of the plots found in opera, wants you children to identify these. You must uh, get two out of three on this to score. Give the name of the opera in which a young lady kicked over a spinning wheel and won a husband. The name of the opera. Joel. Uh, could it possibly be Louise? No. Because she uh, ran away from her parents and all her work uh, to marry. Well, no. Uh, Noreen? Isn't it Martha? Martha. And why did you say Martha, Noreen? Well, because that was a story of a girl. She was an, an aristocrat, and she dressed up as a country girl to work for two, two uh, people who weren't aristocrats. And she found that she couldn't do the work, and she just kicked over the spinning wheel. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. Your name, incidentally, was Na- Nancy, but that's beside the point, because I only asked for the name of the opera. Now, give the name of the opera in which a singer followed a donkey into a monastery and became a monk. The name of the opera. Patrick. Well, uh, that was uh, Jean. And, that's right. Uh, and the name of the opera? And I know uh, he was a jug- the juggler of Notre Dame. The juggler of Notre Dame. That's right. Uh-huh. Now then, give the name of an opera in which one of the characters present at the banquet stopped the music by calling out, I've heard that song too often. Noreen. That's Don Giovanni. That's right. Absolutely right, Joel. Well, what happened there was uh, Don Giovanni had, uh, he was a flirt, he had killed uh, uh, the commandant of Serville, and he, as he was passing the statue in the park, he uh, was in a very good mood, so he invited him to dinner. So uh, the command came, and uh, he just uh, condemned him. Uh-huh, that's very good. Uh, Leo Perello, uh, the uh, servant of Giovanni, was the one who said, I've heard that song too often. All right, now, Ross M. Hill of Washington, D.C., reminds us, at speeds of 500 miles per hour, or 733 and a third feet per second, are no longer unusual in aircraft travel. How would this compare to the speed of a bullet from a 306 caliber rifle? John? Well, I think the uh, velocity of a 306 cartridge is about 2,500 feet per second. Well, that's, that's very close. That's uh, uh, very, two, very close. 2,300. Well, no, now you're getting farther away. <laughs> I heard you the first time, well, there's, John. there's a couple of types of 306 bullets, and some of them have higher velocities than others. Uh, yes, that's right. The kind of bullet affects the speed, of course. I was thinking in terms of an ordinary 170-grain bullet, which would uh, be around uh, 2,750 feet per second. Now, tell me, which, which would hit the ground first, a bullet traveling uh, at this rate of speed and traveling horizontally at shoulder height, or a pebble dropped from the same height at the same time the gun was fired. Noreen? They would both fall at the same time. That's right. Both would hit the ground at the same time. Now, uh, Claire Rothbuff of Chicago has suggested a game of anagrams, kids, for this question, question, which you folks at home can play right along with the quiz kids. The slogan for the Easter Seal campaign this year is, Every Easter Seal You Buy Helps a Crippled Child. And you are to see how many words you can make out of the letters found in the two words, Easter Seal. Now, that ought to be a lot of fun. And we're going to hand out paper and pencil, and you can go to work on this while Bob Murphy asks another question. 
Yes, Joe, I'm wondering how many of the folks listening in are prepared to do something about it when they get caught with a cold. Maybe right now you're suffering from the discomfort of a cold, or maybe someone in the family has one. If so, remember Alka-Seltzer and the fast relief it can give from much of that cold discomfort. Yes, Alka-Seltzer's ABC cold comfort treatment is easy and really effective. Here's the way it goes. A, Alka-Seltzer. Start taking it at once to help relieve that ache-all-over feverish feeling. B, be wise. Beware of drafts. Dress sensibly. Be careful of your diet. Be sure to get more rest than usual. And C stands for comfort. The comfort an Alka-Seltzer gargle can give that sore throat caused by your cold. There it is, Alka-Seltzer's ABC cold comfort treatment. As easy as ABC to follow, and you'll certainly welcome the relief it can give. So try it. Remember, when you begin to sniffle and sneeze, start Alka-Seltzer's ABCs. All right, kids, let's go back to our game of anagrams and see how many words you've made out of the letters in the two words Easter seal. Now, let's see who has the most words written down. Don't call them out yet. Just uh, count them and, and tell us how many words you have. Uh, Noreen, how many? Do you, how many? Twenty. You have twenty. And Pat? I have eight. You have eight. Julianne? One. You have one. Well, good girl. And Joel? So far, six. Uh, six, did you say? Yes. And John? I have 11. You have 11. Well, Noreen has the uh, I have 22 boat. now. Uh, beg pardon? I have 22 now. You have 22. Well, all right. Now then, uh, you uh, read your list, and uh, you folks at home can check oh. these off and see if you've thought of some that uh, Noreen doesn't have. All right, let's have them, Noreen. Okay. Sat, S-A-T. Tease, T-E-A-S. Tease, T-E-A-S-E. Seats, S-E-A-T-S, and then seat. Lease, L-E-A-S-E. Set, S-E-T, seal, S-E-A-L, star, S-T-A-R, wrath, eat, E-A-T, oh, yes. Then I had eats, too, but uh -huh. that's All right, derivation. all right, continue. At, <clears throat> at, steel. Well, you can have two kinds of steels. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. And then the proper name, Esther. And last, lest, um, C, seer, S-E-A-R, C, S-E-E, at least, and trees. Well, that's fine. 22. Now, how do you like that? <laughs> but, uh, this reminds me that after our program today, the Delano School for Crippled Children in Kansas City, Missouri, will broadcast the finals of a local Quiz Kids contest which has been conducted especially for these children. And the winner will be a guest of our National Quiz Kid program three weeks from today. I wish all you youngsters in the Delano School for Crippled Children the best of luck. And we shall look forward to having your winner join us. And incidentally, I'm sure all of us will gladly do our part in buying Easter seals. Now, this question from W. Richard Steffen of Madison, Wisconsin, is the one I've been looking forward to. We're going to let you hear three beautiful spirituals. And to sing them for us, we have our old friend in our classroom, Mr. Wynn Strachey. Now, the question you quiz kids are to answer is, name one book of the Bible where you could find the biblical character which is referred to in the title of each spiritual. Now, here's the first one. Just a bit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Oh, just a bit the battle of Jericho, and the walls come tumbling down, right up to the walls of Jericho. Patrick? Wasn't that Exodus? Book of Exodus? Fine. Joshua, he, uh... 
he led the Hebrews in, into Canaan. That's and right, I, uh, all right. Let's I think see there's what another we... one, isn't there? Uh, oh, yes. Uh -huh. In Genesis. What? No. No? No. no. Leviticus. Uh, no. Huh? Ah. Oh, Exodus, oh, uh, uh, Joe. Well, there's a book named after him, Jash Joshua, and I think maybe he's mentioned in Judges, too, although I'm not sure. Uh, no, not in Judges. Well, then that'd be all. Noreen? Well, Joshua, when translated into Greek, I believe, is becomes Jesus. Well, no, I'm not sure about that. I, I think I am. Well, I, <laughs> I hope you are, because I'm going to call you right. <laughs> Well, let's get on to the next one and see what we can do with this one. Go down, Moses, wait on Egypt's land, tell old Pharaoh, let my people Exodus and Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus. <laughs> Exodus, Leviticus. That's right. And also Numbers and Deuteronomy. All right, here's the last one. Little David was a shepherd boy. He fought Goliath and shouted for joy. Little David, play on your heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Little David, play on your heart. Hallelujah. John? Well, it's the book of Psalms. He wrote all the Psalms. That's right, and uh, little David, that's absolutely right. Well, Wynn, we want to thank you for a nice job. We enjoyed it very, very much. Thank you. How kids, uh, Mary Lynch of Danver, Massachusetts, asked this question. If you lived in Central America and you could go swimming in the Pacific Ocean but not in the Caribbean Sea, what country would be your home? Joe? El Salvador. El Salvador is right. Now, if you could swim in the Caribbean and not in the Pacific, what country would be your home? Joe? Honduras. Well, uh, what part of the Honduras? I think uh, not hmm. British Honduras. That's you, what you, mean. you say not British Honduras? Patrick? I say it is British Honduras. It is British Honduras. That's right. Uh-huh. Well, Joel, you started to talk yourself out of that one. <laughs> well, Mrs. Helen M. Coleman of Erie, Pennsylvania, asks, if you children can name two military titles you might hear used in an ordinary or medical sense in a hospital. Noreen? Well, a major operation. Major operation. And a general, anything. General, diet, or... <laughs> yeah, that's right, anesthetic. And uh, can you think of any others? Gave me two. All we asked for was two. Joel? Well, there might be uh, rooms marked private. Private room. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Mrs. Volley McCamley of Los Angeles, California, says she has reached the 50 mark and has never had a surprise party. And she would like to ask you, quiz kids, if you think it is more fun to be surprised or if really you would rather know what's going on. Uh, let's mm. uh, see. Noreen? Well, most of the fun of a party is being able to plan it and having something to do with it. Being well, a surprise sort of keeps, keeps you out of a lot of the fun. Uh, you, like, uh, you like the surprise angle then, eh? No, I like to plan it myself. Oh, you like to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Patrick? Well, uh, there are good arguments for both sides. I, uh, I would support the, uh, the surprise angle, though. But many times it's been pulled on me, and I've just been aching to know what's going on. But 
Uh, if that ever happens again, I'll remember what I'm saying here. Yes, I uh, hope you will. I, I do think it's more fun to be surprised. Uh, uh -huh. You get a lot more kick out of it when you, oh, when sure. you know what's going to happen. That's I right. mean, when you don't know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Joe? Well, it all depends who you are. If you're the person, naturally, you, you want to know what's going on. But if you're uh, the friend of the person, you'd want it to be a surprise party. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I wouldn't particularly care. Fine. And John? Well, I think it'd be more fun to know about it because you always get anxious to have it, and That's I think right. most enjoyment comes there, too. Yes, and uh, Julianne? Well, I think it's more fun to be surprised because on my birthday, my sister, she told me it was a beach ball when my mom didn't want her to. Oh, well, how do you <laughs> like that? <That's> right. <laughs> well, you all heard the school bell, and that means this next question is for the judges. Yes, we're all anxious to learn who won this afternoon. And while we give the judges a minute to total the scores, here's a reminder. At 7, at 12, at 6. Mealtime in America and vitamin time. Yes, put that one-a-day brand multiple vitamin bottle on the table and see to it that every member of your family takes a one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsule. Don't take chances. Government surveys show that the meals of three out of four persons are short on vitamins. So don't take chances that your daily diet is short on essential vitamins. Be on the safe side. Take one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Sixty capsules, only two dollars. Remember, mealtime is vitamin time. Take one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Well, quiz kids, I, uh, I have your report cards now. But before I read your grades, let me remind you that whether you win or lose, you will each receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. Now then, the judges say that as a class, you missed uh, one question today. And after taking into consideration your age as well as the number of correct answers you gave, they report that uh, Joel was first, Patrick second, and Noreen third. And that means that we'll see you three back at your desks next Sunday. And here to compete with you, we're going to have Naomi Cooks, age 11, and the brand new quiz kid, Arnold Stoper, age 10. We'll be calling roll at the same time next week, friends, and we hope you'll all be present in school. Until next Sunday, then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kid. Goodbye, kid. Bye, Joe Kelly. <laughs> the Quiz Kids every week and listen to Alka-Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.